All right. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Snow Peas Podcast. Uh, this is Zanita Stetsanova, plant-based mama. And Dr. Cameron O'Connell, plant-based naturopathic doctor extraordinaire. And it's <laughs> just us two little peas today. I know. <laughs> Owen had some doctor stuff to do. Yeah. So. <laughs> what can you say? Yeah. Some teeth needed some immediate assistance. Imagine that. So good to be here. Oh my yeah. gosh. How gorgeous is it outside? So pretty. Um, it's so funny. I was thinking because I... I did, were you wearing sunglasses on the way here? No. You weren't? Nope. That is one thing. Like, if you don't live here in Alaska, I feel like that's one thing that we really know how to do is wear some sunglasses. Oh, totally. We are completely sunglassaholics. Like, it's kind of wild. Um, and you're right. Nobody does know that. Like, no one thinks sunglasses Alaska, but the glare off the snow in the springtime, Major. you just cannot deal with it. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. No, I just don't. Today was a glasses day and I don't have prescription sunglasses. Okay, so. we'll get it together. <laughs> Summer's coming. I need to have it together. <laughs> Seriously need to have it together. So what have you been up to? What's what's new in your world? Well, it was a, it, it was an amazing weekend and there's definitely more things to talk about. In fact, I think the big thing that's been on my brain is, you know, just how life changes. I mean, I yeah. met up with one of my good girlfriends this weekend and we've been friends since we were littles like we used to go to subway together occasionally when we i go over to her house to play when i was a kid i remember riding in the back seat of her mom's car and it was one of those ones that like flipped I up know in the back yeah about. so yeah. face backwards those were the best so the best those hat hatchbacks yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> so it was really it was it was interesting anyway but i was thinking about that but she her parents are renting out her childhood home and they're staying in this kind of like side unit that they've got mother-in-law and um, she stayed in a hotel and I'm sure that had to be the weirdest experience on the planet to come back to your hometown <laughs> yeah. and not have a place to stay. Right. So it's just, you know, life and changes in life and like what you're going to where you're going to go next, what you're going to see. Okay. So Cameron, you are so blessed to still have your childhood home. I know that. To go to. I know. Yeah. Yep. But like, it was interesting watching her go through this transition of yeah. like, I don't really feel like, I don't feel that connected to this place anymore. So interesting. Yeah. yeah. So many transitions in life, huh? Yeah. So her uh, younger brother was the lead, one of the leads in the play. He was, it was Into the Woods. It was great. Oh, and he movie. was yeah. Prince Charming. And he has been trained to be an opera singer when he was younger. So it wasn't full voice for old Spencer. It was half voice for Spencer. So anyway, it was really interesting. Wow. How yep. old is he? Oh, gosh. I want to say he, man, he is a good at least five, six years younger than us. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I think. That's I mean, quite it's been the talent. So long. It is quite the talent. So, you know, he's a pharmacy tech down in Soldat, oh and he gets to like gosh. roll it out once in a while. That so. is so cool. Yeah. You know, that's so funny because on um, Friday, oh no, Saturday morning, I had told you that I was going to go to um, Jess Rain had a donation based um, charity ride for right. MS. Yep. And I don't know if you've met him yet, but one of the cyclists there, um, he's actually an OBGYN. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, his name is Craig. I can't think of his last name, but um, that's what I was thinking of. It was full on. Not only was it like high energy endurance, you know, but it was like a show. He oh, fun. <laughs> so he was the one actually leading the he cycle. Was, yeah, he's the, one of the cycle teachers, the instructors. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yep. just by chance that, right, he was doing the MS thing. But right. um, I mean, I'm telling you, it was like full on show, like 
just the theatrics were all there. But I was thinking to myself, how much fun is that? Like he he's doing what he loves to do by day. He's right. a doctor and he actually has a practice at Providence. Do you know him? I don't. Okay. I mean, there's, I hate to say this, there's a ton of OB guns in this town. I know. You would know his practice. If you have a vagina, you should have a doctor. <laughs> Um, but, uh, and then he gets to do that, you know, yeah, on his, that's awesome. I think that that's how life should be led. Well, le- it's, an, it's interesting as somebody in the medical field, I miss that. Like part of me wants mm. a side hustle because it's, it would be really nice. It, I don't know. It's kind of nice to think about being known for doing something else yeah. and being seen within that context instead of just seen as a doctor. Yeah, exactly. Like, where's your stethoscope? I don't know you without your That's stethoscope. So, so funny. Yep. That is true. You are not just a doctor because it's more than just, but. <laughs> I know, but. No. Yeah. But no, I know that when people see you, I'm sure that that's what they want to talk to you about. Yeah. Doctor stuff. <laughs> doctor stuff. Or, you know, like, once again, it would be even more interesting if you had it out of town. And so people didn't know you were a doctor. Oh, sure. So it was kind of those um, imposed concepts are gone. I mean, we have them about everybody and any job you have has that, but I'm sure we all wish in a way we could sidestep into like an alternate reality occasionally and I be, think we need to make that that, I think we need to make that a reality. Yeah. sounds good. <laughs> and while I'm at it, I want everyone to have a puppy and <laughs> <laughs> at least I want one. Uh, anyway, so how about you? Well, let's see. Um, so I did that cycle class. Right. That was a perfect way to start my Saturday. And then I actually went to Winona Benson's plant-based I cooking class. That. How was it? Oh my gosh. It was so much fun. It's always such a great time. Nice. Um, she's just got, she's got such a great, you know, setup. You're like in, um, pods of four with one burner and you're kind of working in pairs, which is fun. Oh, that is nice. Um, we had some girlfriends out there. Of course you were very missed. Oh, <laughs> But we did um, hot pot. Oh, nice. Okay, so I I, I have done hot pot hot pot before. It was like years ago before plant based right. um, in Texas. But why have we never done this? I don't. Is there a hot pot place in town? There is. I, it's on. Um, I want to say it's on Debar. I, okay. I haven't been there either. Because there's a hot pot like right near where I used to live in Portland, and so that was kind of a, a thing we would do. So I'm with you. I don't know why we haven't. But you know what else we need to do? What's that? As a side note, maybe the last thing we talk about. Um, so I have some friends who own a greenhouse down in Soldatna, Trinity Greenhouse. Is it that one I shared with yeah. you? Are you kidding? No, that's why I was like, funny you should mention that. You know everyone. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> um, but we, I popped in there this weekend to get some pots for my mom and was talking to them and they took me for a whole tour of oh the greenhouse gosh. and what they're doing right now and, you know. Uh, where the roses are at, where the fuchsias are at. And anyway, it was a lot of fun. So um, at some point when we go down there, we'll have to pop in because they have these giant jade plants and just some really fun stuff. So if you're in Soldatna listening to us, go by Trinity. It feels like summer in there. Oh my gosh. I'm sure it felt really good in the greenhouse. Did they give you any tips of like what we should be doing right now? I wasn't, I, w- I was not asking. I was just more kind of taking in like how this whole thing works and how they seed all these Got plants it. and, you know, where they're getting starts from and what they're t- doing from seed and, you know, also how they stagger starting the greenhouses because there's just separate ones that they then heat up and they have. So much to know. Yeah. One area that requires a lot of fertilizer, one area that doesn't. I mean, it's just. It's fascinating. Huh. So when we were at the little cooking class afterwards, we were eating at the dinner table and one of the, um, Owen's girlfriends, Kay, she's doing the master gardening class. Right. So she's saying that she's already prepping. Oh the- yeah. My mom has got what? her starts going. Are you going. serious? Yep. 
Okay, I need to know everything. Give me your mom's number. (laughs) (laughs) Nope, you should totally talk to her. But you know, in the snow at my parents' house is so tall that it's almost covering her greenhouse. Wow, and she's still going for I it. I have pictures of her in her little hole that she dug all the way down so she could like... You're kidding. No, so she could take a panel off the door so she could sneak through oh the door my and gosh. get started. She's serious. See, I oh, need yeah, to be crazy. more serious. This this is a little crazy. I don't know <laughs> though, but you know what my garden looked like last year and right. I feel like I need to put a little bit more energy into it. Right. No, I get it. So, so I know okay. it'll be a topic we'll cover, but yeah, everybody just <laughs> pop into your local greenhouse, get a little whiff of summer. Yeah, totally. So. All right, guys, we will be right back. We're talking about morning routines today, and Zanita and I are the queens, <laughs> kind of, of the morning routine. Yeah, so we we'll be <laughs> We'll be right back with you. Hi, this is Dr. Cameron O'Connell, and I'm giving a quick plug for Snow Pea number three, otherwise known as Owen Mendanis, DDS. If you have teeth, which I think the majority of us do, You have to come see this woman. She has a passion for oral health, sleep, and plant-based diet, which all feeds back into keeping you healthy and happy. She has worked in Nome. She has worked all across Alaska and has set up in Anchorage. We are so happy to have her here. She is a uh, environmentally, functionally, everything you could want out of a dentist. She focuses on treating the root cause of oral disease and her patients love her. So take my word for it. You can find her at www.ladydentistanchorage.com. You better get on her schedule because it's filling up. All right, guys, welcome back to the snow peas. It's snow pea number one and snow pea number two. Number (laughs) three is MOA, but that's okay. We are here to talk about the lovely morning routines Mm. and what we do, why they're important, what you should think about if you're starting to create one. Do you have any thoughts, Anita? Want to kick us off? You know, this has been a really huge focus for me um, the last few uh, weeks, like month, uh, since returning back from holiday, because, you know, everything's just been kind of mm-hmm. all over the place. And so, um, I just don't function properly if I don't have yeah. a good routine, mm-hmm. especially that morning routine. It really just kind of sets the, you know, the momentum, um, for the day. Right. And so, yeah. I'm, do you want me to talk about my morning routine? You are more than welcome. <laughs> I've got some medical stuff, some uh, other stuff to tuck in right behind you. Oh, that's fantastic. Yep. Okay. So what I've been doing, um, thus far that's really been helping is, um, for me, I have to wake up early. Yeah. I'm set in, I've always been an early bird. Like every, you know, like ever since like working in the co- corporate world, living downtown Seattle, I right. love to get up at like four five o'clock. I can hear people out loud. I can hear people in Anchorage right now going, oh, <laughs> for what? Why? <laughs> but, you know, it was, I, I loved it because it was right before the hustle and bustle of the city. You know, people didn't usually start trickling until five thirty six o'clock. And oh, yeah. I could pop down to Starbucks, get my, you know, New York uh, Times and, I just oh loved my it. God, by the, look at you. Oh, missed. I know. I know. City girl. <laughs> Miss it's Urban true. Right there. <laughs> and I love it because by the time I got to work, I had already been up for like three to four hours, you know? Yeah, you're ready to rock. I was ready to rock and roll. And so that's something that has, you know, stuck since my 20s. 
but I'll have to tell you, it, it has become harder, <laughs> you know, <laughs> with life and age and children, Kiddos, yeah. and, you know, and, and not just children though, too, even like a husband, just having responsibilities outside of myself. Right. And like taking somebody else's morning quote unquote routine into consideration, That's right? True. Yeah. Very true. Very true. So hold on really quick. So my morning use, what I've been doing um, for the last few weeks that has been really nice is um, starting my morning with 32 ounces of water. And usually I'll do like squeeze like a half a lemon or a whole lemon in there. And um, I drink that just straight away. And for me, it's just like a great like Mm -hmm. flush. And also too, it's a great way to get in that daily quota. So I did know this, but I don't think that I've ever really thought about this, that you're supposed to drink your water, wait, half of your weight. In ounces. Yeah, in yeah. ounces. So then that means that I'd have to drink 80 ounces of water. You know, it's funny. Let's talk about that. I I also think it's probably better to do a little bit. Well, there's a bunch of controversy out there as to what how much hydration, how much hydration really matters. There are a few studies that do show that cognitive function declines a little bit when we're dehydrated. Mm -hmm. So, but what, you know, what actually constitutes as dehydration, you know, there's a medical term where, uh, I mean, medical dehydration is a medical term. And so there are conditions that we see that show up when you're dehydrated and you've been exposed to the sun and yada, yada, yada. So we're not talking about that. We're just talking about optimizing your hydration on this lovely podcast today when that with that for some people if you're a plant-based eater you're getting in a lot of fresh fruits and vegetables which is additionally bringing in water into Mm -hmm. your body which is good i also look at um i don't do do this big differentiation between like if you have tea or if you have water i don't really care and i also think sometimes if you are shooting more for your optimum body weight Like, granted, I know that regardless, if you have, if you're 250 pounds and you really want to be down to like 225, Mm -hmm. wouldn't stress about it. I shoot for more of the 225 range. And once again, you know, for a lot of folks, they're just getting off the ground. If they got like a nice Nalgene or they got a water bottle and they started to just monitor their daily Mm -hmm. water intake and bump it up a little bit more, that's going to help them out. It's kind of how I was looking at it. I'm putting that out there, 80 ounces as my goal, but- regardless if I hit that or not on a daily basis, I'm still going to be consuming right. way more water than I have been on a regular basis. Like why not go for, you know, 60 and really get it down? I got yeah, you. Yeah, totally. So, and then not only that, so the water also prompts me to take my supplements mm-hmm. in the morning. So those are two things that I do before I do anything else. And then next is movement. Like I have mm-hmm. to move this body. And I have to say that I, I mean, I just do this normally either you know, I don't shower or anything like that. I just go for it because if I take right. too much time hanging around the house, then, you know, other things can happen. And oh, I'll I'm get a distracted. dirty girl too. Like why in the world would you shower before you go to the gym to exactly. sweat your backside off and then shower? Yeah, it's too much. So I have to get to it. And so either I'll do yoga in the living room mm-hmm. or I'll go to the sports club. And But for the last few weeks, Cameron Yay. and I have been uh, doing cycle. Yeah. Early morning, man. Yeah. 5.30 in the morning class. And it's been really mm-hmm. great, really high energy. I mean, you would say it's full. Bo- it's a full body workout. It does, yeah. It feels great. It's definitely on the aerobic side of life. It's mm-hmm. not more of the resistance. And there is resistance exercise because, of course, the gears go right. up. But yeah, you know, if it's something that appeals, and that's my take on exercise. If it appeals to you, go give it a try. 
Yeah, totally. So, and I've realized actually, because last week I kind of had a hard time just getting to sleep at night. So yeah. it was hard for me to wake up in the morning. So I missed my 5.30 workout um, cycle class. And gosh, I have to tell you, it, it makes such a difference. Right. My days, I was so unproductive. I just felt like I couldn't really get a groove. Mm-hmm. So I think that for me, not only is it like a time to like have some movement and take care of myself in that way, but it's also like some one-on-one time with myself right. that I think that not just myself, I think that we all, you know, desperately need that. And so it, it's for me, um, having that time to myself, that intimate time is a time to kind of set my intentions for the day. So it really does awesome. make a difference. You mean when you're working out or when you come home, do you have some time that you set aside for that? Oh no, I'm talking about when I work, okay. when I'm working out. Cool. Yeah, yep. totally. Yeah. And then, so after that, it's pretty much come home and you know, it's with the babies, the babies are up and we're doing breakfast. And, um, so I quickly shower and then do a facial routine. I'd like to kind of slow that down. Right. No, I hear you. Yep. <laughs> but it's game on once I'm home for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. So I'll just do mine really quick. Yeah. Okay, what are you, we'll what are you doing? So, you know, one thing when we were discussing this topic that popped out to me, so I started writing out like, what is my morning routine and you know, what steps do I do I take? Like, I think I know. And then all of a sudden I realized my morning routine starts the night before. Mm-hmm. So yeah. prepping out the night before to hit that, you know, full on is really important. So I've got to make sure I've got my gym bag prepped and ready to go. It's a couple of days out of the week. I go to the gym and I don't go home. Right. So I have to make sure I've got my clothes out, my gym clothes out. And it's really important for me, even if I'm not, even if I'm coming back home to have my gym clothes out because making decisions at, you know, 440 in the morning is not a pretty picture. Or realizing you don't have a sports bra. Exactly. And my husband (laughs) loves it when I flip on the lights and I'm looking everywhere and he's hiding under the covers. Like that is not a, I don't really do that. But at the same time, that (laughs) has been close to happening at different points. So that's something that, and also prepping my lunch. Like if I'm going to take something the next day, having it prepped and waiting in the fridge. And then once again, additionally, making sure that I have, um, you know, is there, is there gas in the car X, Y, or Z? Like, am I totally ready to go for the next day? Happens the night before. And then I'm the same thing. Supplements actually for me are by my bedside because I have a couple I need to take without food. And so if I don't have, don't take them right away, same Mm -hmm. thing, then I'm up a creek. Yeah. Yeah. So that happens. Of course, exercise four days a week. And then I have a little bit of a shower routine in that I try and use a moisturizer, wham, the second I get out of the shower before I even really fully dry off to yeah. kind of trap some of that moisture in there because totally. it's so dry here. Are you using oil? Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Same. And then I do have a – I've got to admit it. Like I you know, I put my makeup on every day. I get ready to go to work, yada, 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 at the gym, wherever. But I do have a little bit of a fancy face cream problem. Yeah. yeah. Makes don't, all the difference, yeah, though. I don't spend a ton of money on makeup, but that's just something I really enjoy is getting kind of a higher-end face cream. And yes, I know it's probably full of all the stuff we shouldn't put on our face, but I don't care. And then additionally, and kind of back to the lunch thing, if I don't have my lunch packed away to go, then I'm, I use a lot of McDougal's products. So they're the like pre-made soups or the soup uh-huh. cups, things that I can like either grab and take with me to the office or occasionally I'll have just like a backup sitting at the office and ready to go. But I always grab fruit. Fruit is big for me. So vegetables come some days. I eat a ton of veggies at night when I get home, but apples, pears, you name it. When I'll you're eating one a or ton two. of veggies at night, is that all, or fruit at night, is that all that you're having? 
my veggies at night, it's, it's the basis of everything that I eat. So I'm either having a huge bunch of um, spinach or lettuce or yeah. something like that is kind of making it. And then it's, if it's lettuce, it's a big salad. So it's got, you know, we've talked about this stuff before, but yeah. you know, that's sometimes I don't have leftovers to go the next morning and I just don't feel like trying to create something. So I try to make it easy on myself. So I've got a couple other items that I can just whoop, grab and not have to think about. Scoop up. Yep. So that's it, guys. That's kind of our morning routines. And we're going to take a really quick break and then we're going to be right back with you. Hey, guys. Dr. Cameron O'Connell is here to bother you at our break to ask you to think about joining our Patreon subscription service. Why would you do this, you ask, in all this hustle bustle of life? Well... Patreon's amazing because it's a platform that lets us be able to interact with you and bring you into the wonderful world of the snow peas. There is a membership level to fit every budget. And as much as you want to be involved, you can be involved. Additionally, you get access to our special little private podcast that goes along with the Snow Peas podcast where we talk about the book that we're reading and where we have our book club discussion. So you can listen to Owen and Zanita and I duke it out about what the highs and what the lows are that we love. Additionally, we're adding more things in like once a month for a certain tier, we're going to get together and chat and just hear what your questions are and be able to answer them for you. Also, there'll be early access to events, so VegFest next year. Tickets will go on sale early, and we're just expanding all the time. And no matter what, we want to thank you so much for listening and being a part of this Snow Peas extravaganza that we've put together. We feel incredibly blessed. So you can find us if you want to. If you go on to Facebook, you can see where we've got a player out from Captivate. There's a little donate button that'll take you straight to Patreon. Additionally, you can go to patreon.com backslash snow peas podcast to find us and patreon is spelled because i am a terrible speller p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash snow peas podcast we hope to see you there we can't wait the world is going to be peified because it's going to be peaceful it's going to be all those puns we'll see you soon thanks again all right, guys, we are back. The two little peas and our morning routines. So Zanita had some really awesome points on the last time that we talked about how important it is for movement. And that's something that reminds me of, I took a little look to see what I could find when it came to studies and routines. Mm. And interestingly, there's not a ton of research on routines. What there is a little bit more research on is habit formation. Sure. And habits typically involve a cue. So some kind of thing, like if you go to the bathroom, you wash your hands. Or, you know, if you, you know, X, Y, or Z, it comes next to something if you can tuck it in. Like for a lot of people who are trying to make a new habit, that's what I suggest is something that you do on a day-to-day basis. Mm -hmm. You tuck that new habit in with it. So um, if you eat lunch, if you get your, you know, everything prepped, then start bringing a fruit. So every time you prep for lunch, you think about bringing a fruit. Or if you don't prep for lunch, every time you go to put your clothes out for the next day or whatever it is, kind of, there's got to be a cue. But what little we are able to kind of see of routines is that sleep is one of the areas that we have done a little bit of research on. So better sleep if you have a good routine and a good morning routine. You get up at the same time consistently, it can lead to better sleep. Also less stress. Like you were talking about, hey, my day's better. I planned things. Uh, things get done. They do. My energy level's up, right? Totally. Um, also, 
to a small degree, we're able to see that even good food choices and weight gain can be tied into our day-to-day routine. And some of this comes from looking at kiddos and even in the summertime when they're without a routine to a certain extent, that there's more weight gain at that point. Some of it's probably good. Some of it might not be. But either way, it's interesting to note that if we're left to our own devices, (laughs) we maybe don't always have the best habits in place. Um, You know, there's just a lot of different things that we could be looking at for this. And then you know, if we use our time more effectively, we get things done throughout the day, which once again leads to better sleep, less stress. And of course, as we mentioned, good old fashioned exercise yeah. in there. Sleep is such a big one. You know, a mm-hmm. couple months ago, like four or six months ago, I was having such a hard time sleeping, yeah. like coming in bloodshot eyes. It was really horrible. And um, I've really been making sleep a priority yep. and it's a game changer. Huge. Yeah, it really is. So my big thing too is that I wish that this led to a more effective nighttime routine. Like that's, I think the big next thing for me is trying to get it where at least during the weekdays that I've got something a bit better. I feel like my evening routine could use a little sprucing up. I don't know about you. No, totally. I've started to implement a few things, um, in with, well, doing these things in the evening, I'm keeping my morning routine in mind. Mm -hmm. So food is a big one for me. And when I I eat super late and it doesn't even have to be super late, really like after nine, Mm -hmm. I normally wake up feeling very heavy, you know, very sluggish. So something that I've started to do was to stop eating after a certain time. So I'm not eating after seven o'clock. Right. And um, eating my larger, larger meal of the day during lunch as opposed to dinner. Right. Because even though as much as we try to get out for a walk after dinner, it doesn't no, always happen, Lord. you know, yeah. <laughs> um, at least that way. Um, cause yeah, I, I don't really move much in the evening once we're right. home, you know, I don't go work out or anything like that. I mean, honestly, by the end of the day, I'm pretty exhausted. I'd love to get like a, a little stretching routine. Like my, my mother Ooh. who is, you know, in her seventies is religious about her stretching routine and that. yeah, just to keep herself and just to be honest, keep her joints flexible keep her fingers working. Um, we've got a definite history on both sides of the family of a tightening up of the tendons in the hand leaves something called Dupertin's contracture. But, um, so she's really working at keeping everything as limber as possible. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something to keep in mind is just doing something at night to move that body because we spend all day typing at the computer. Yeah. And I think that's something that we have to keep in mind though, is that this something doesn't have to like consume your evening, right. you know, Absolutely. it could literally be like a five minute something yeah. or a 10 minute something. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it truly is better than anything, but <laughs> I mean, it, you know what, and you know what I think typically happens is that you start to enjoy that so much that you prioritize a little bit more time to, you know, do things like I've started to do self massages, nice, which is really nice Mm -hmm. because there's so many parts of our body that we don't touch or that, that don't get touched at all. Right. You know, and for me, it's my fingers. I don't know why I really like to massage my fingers. No, keeps them nice and flexible (laughs) and mobile, right? There we go. I think it's just the whole touch thing, you know, Yep. that and my shoulders. Man, no, shoulders, that's, I mean, I see a lot of that coming into the office, especially um, with the virus that shall not be named and post it. Yeah. I think a lot of us, just that delineation between work time, and there's another good reason for a good evening routine. Where does work end yeah. and our evening begin? Or, you know, where does our 
morning end and work begin. I mean, there's just a lot of places that we need to have, just to be honest, better boundaries with ourselves. I love that. Because I feel like my my morning routine, I always think I'm going to get so much done in a day. Mm-hmm. And it really brings it crystal clear as to what I need to get done and how I'm going to get those things done. So I feel like if there's people out there that are looking for a morning routine, my big takeaway is it starts at night. So yeah, make sure you I have agree. and add only a couple things in it. We see that with habit formation. If you try and add in too many things at once, then you just get uh, overwhelmed overwhelmed and a repeat of old behaviors because you can't keep up. So add one thing in. Like if you want to go to the gym, go a couple days of the week in the morning, but maybe just start once a week or start two times a week. Don't try and launch, oh, you know what? I'm going to clean up my fridge and start this new diet and I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going (laughs) to clean up blah, blah, blah. I just, I feel tired listening yeah, to myself say it out loud. Same, same. Woo. I'm like, good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> All of that. Yep. So that's my, <sighs> I think my want is an evening routine. And those are my kind of takeaway points. Yeah. I just find this becoming so important for me to get a groove, getting into, I'm feeling really anxious and then kind of sluggish at the same time. Right. I think it's just that transition into spring, you know? Absolutely. And so I just want to take care of myself the best that I can mentally and physically and coming up with some good healthy habits has definitely been a way to check that box off. I'm with you. Yeah. All right, guys, we will be seeing you super, super soon. And next time we meet up, we're going to be talking to the illustrious David Westlake. Ooh, get excited. That's right. A little meditation, a little yoga talk. Mm -hmm. So join us next time on the Snow Peas. Peace out.